0: Season three, episode six, cha-cha-cha, thrill rides. Trage regales the story of the octopus ride at the amusement park, its carriage uncoupled from the main support arm and central structure and slid down side show alley. What? exclaims Sarah. A guilty plea? Mia culpa, says Trage. The team challenged the idea of the foreseeable risks of excitable children at amusement parks, Alden reveals details of the 2016 Dream World Thunder River Rapids ride. Sarah describes the human factor's demands on ride operators revealed by the investigations. She explains that during times of stress, recall diminishes and our attentional focus can narrow. The team acknowledge the work of the inspectors that must be confronted by these scenarios and the level of nuanced skill and sensitivity required of their investigations. Sarah argues her case again for the work design strategist as a C-suite executive level to provide an integrated whole-of-business approach. To good work design. And a caution to our listeners this episode contains references to fatalities.
1: Yeah, yeah, Willing and Able, DJ Code Red, Sabre. We're going to get this started. Yeah this is how we it. Let's get, let's get started 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 who's gonna stop this we're gonna stop this hello
0: and welcome to the why work podcast series you are listening to trace vetkovsky sarah
1: pazell and alan girl i want to talk about theme parks and the risk associated with having the best day of your life at a theme park. I'm reflecting on a few of the matters that I've done. How some of the how some of the risks could have easily have been engineered out. I remember a matter in Mackay. There was a wobbly slides that you go down. So you you climb well, up the those. stairs. I, re- I well, love those. I did Sydney s- You
2: don't remember the the in Sydney? Have you done that?
1: I love those things. But yeah, you always have them at school fairs and at school fates. Luna Park. Luna Park. Yeah, they
2: still Luna have, like the one Luna from Park. I don't know 1920s, 1930s yeah, Luna Park. timber. Timber, my son and I just did this last month.
1: But these are the aluminium ones. You know
2: the ones I'm talking about. I do, I know exactly. And the Hessian sack, same kind of thing. I'm on the original. I'm on the. I'm on the 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 timber gorgeous ones, right? But you get
1: splinters. So oh, and I'm
2: looking
1: at them in sack, yeah. Yeah, you get splinters. But anyway, look, I digress. So I I I remember this one. It was a no further incident, so NFI or NFA, no further action, no further incident. So we didn't take it to prosecution. But I do remember this one. And I often think about it because, of course, with with our kids' primary school, I was the WHS coordinator, of course, making sure we had little highlighted plastic bits on all the spikes and no one tripped on pegs, the usual. But I always used to keep an eye out on the big slide because... What happened in Mackay quite a few years ago was yes it was a uh, to standard it was a it was was what they didn't factor was human factors Mm. and that was the Mm. excitement of kiddies having a go and then running up the stairs sometimes pushing other kids out the way you know the grade sevens Mm. would nudge Mm. the grade threes as you do it's a pecking order and up they go getting to the top now the facts of this case were, were quite simple nobody was controlling the excitement of these children running up to the stairs. And there was this poor little boy. I think he was possibly grade one or two. He mm. a little fella. And as he's trying to make his way up with his hessian bag, but of course these other kids would get, would nudge him. And as they're nudging him, he was getting squished closer to the side of the railing. Cause obviously this thing has been mm. um, designed to ensure people don't fall over. But the guard didn't go all the way to the bottom of the stairs, Mm. there was about a 30 or maybe 40 centimetre gap. That's
3: all it takes. And
1: as this little boy was being pushed closer and closer to the rung, so it was sort of being, I'm not going to say it was like a a, a Spanish bull running incident, but it could have felt like this for this poor child because as these bigger kids were pushing him out the way, he slid under. (gasps) Mm. He slid under and fell. Now, luckily, it was a little bit uh, sort of at the lower height, but it could have been possibly above two metres, so technically high-risk work activity. But my point is there was guarding. It's interesting, isn't it? If it was
3: scaffolding, there would be a lot more
1: protection. Yes. Yes, and because this was a ride and no one foresaw the likelihood of excitable children nudging a smaller child to the point where he was jammed against that and sort of slid along with his hessian bag under the railing Aww. and fell down so it was just for me that was that was my very first ride prosecution
2: both excitement and stress can narrow our attentional focus you know where you lose a peri- almost like thinking about losing your peripheral vision and you're just shh, on the but target but that was a simple fix all you would have had was a supervisor go oi Orderly, one line, stop, he goes next. But they didn't have that. That's what Sydney was like. We, it was slow it. and we were no. and we were annoyed about having to slow yeah. down, but yeah. I understood that there were safety implications. So
3: I've done a bit of work for um, uh, inflatable devices. Yes. And the risk management often is a mixture of uh, engineered solutions and human control. Mm. And it's the human control, particularly with excited children, you know, if that falls away, then the children will just become more and more adventurous in their behaviour. Well indeed pushing another,
2: boundaries. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, this
1: is a good boundary push. Another prosecutor, <laughs> this was at the Southport show. I didn't do this one, but a colleague did. This was a classic. The ride was the, the Cha cha cha. Cha uh, cha cha. I think it was the Cha Cha Cha.
2: That's sounding was it like W A. Or was it the
1: <laughs> could have been the Sizzler. The Sizzler or the Cha Cha Cha. But anyway. Cha cha was a great restaurant. Judge, oh, it was, past tense. I think it's gone. No, Sizzler,
2: but, Sizzler used to exist. Sizzler was a, a great chain, restaurant. A <laughs> chain, oh, holy, true. All like, the kids It, like, wasn't,
1: it wasn't, wasn't there a poisoning incident? Anyway, that's I another have story. no idea. But the thing is, okay, this was a, a right situation in, in terms of engineering. Tick all the boxes. There was nothing wrong with this high-risk item of plant. What was wrong was the very persistent, precocious child who begged The ride supervisor to let her on, but she was below height.
2: Oh no, tell me.
1: And she wore this fellow down by saying, Come on, you know who I am, you know, you know, it's, um, you know, my dad. And eventually this fellow let her on the ride. Oh no, tell me. She slid out and sustained significant injuries so this is one where the girl was thrown thrown it oh there's been a couple yeah. but this was a while ago about 20 years ago now oh okay. yeah okay. so um they, they went to trial and they were found guilty because they thought no we're going to contest this but my point to this is it's just an example of what you said alan about that mix of human interaction with, yes so um so that you just reminded me of another one again human no supervision this one supervision was worn down and eroded But I remember doing the octopus ride.
2: Oh, I know, the octopus where you spin around. The arms would oscillate up and down up to about five and and a half metres. Yeah, yeah. And
1: you're spinning. And what happened with that one was, though, but that was definitely a maintenance issue. The bolts sheared. But luckily for everyone, as the ride was coming down, Mm. that's when the green car number two broke
3: and it sort of slid down Sideshow Alley. Is but, that is that
2: the same is business
3: it, as the one in the Northern Territory that's no. just been convicted and fined? No, no, it's a different no, business. It slid this down Sideshow yeah, no, no. Alley. And luckily, seriously.
2: It seriously did? It that's did. like it's out of a movie. Did. Are yeah, you yeah. serious? I okay. case.
3: And, it's,
1: and the thing was, <laughs> luckily, it was 10 a.m. and nobody was, you know, uh, shooting Around r- ducks on Sideshow Alley or whatever they do, or ping pong balls or in clowns. Yeah. Luckily... But the biggest the biggest takeaway was, fortunately, unlike these other disasters we've heard, the two patrons walked out with, I think from the top of my head, a little Band-Aid on, oh, the, uh, on the eyebrow. How was that? No injuries, mean,
2: nothing. Mine. goodness. Oh. goodness. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now, people are signing up for that experience, yeah,
1: right? Now, and that was a guilty plea, obviously. You name me a culpa, put your hands up. But it just shows you that these things are fun activities, yeah. but they are high-risk item of paints oh. It's working at height. If you're yeah, at the top it. and you're going down... You, you, gravity will probably dictate you'll injure yourself. Now, you're
2: yeah. talking about that little child, you know, that slipped yeah. through. And yeah. I remember going to Disneyland with some some friends and a girlfriend talked us into going into the Twilight Zone ride. And I just thought, oh, OK, I thought it was going to be like a, a bit of a haunted house. I think Jet, my son must have been about age six at the time, give or take. And we waited and went at the long line and got in there. And at first, it seems really tame, and that and you you buckle up and you're in this row, this aisle of people. And then you realize you're going up and hearing a little story. With oh, okay, this is interesting. Little, you know, the Twilight Zone story, the the classic story of like not quite haunted but unique. What? How would you describe the Twilight Zone mm-hmm. classic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. black and white TV show with with weird things that can happen in life, unexplained social phenomenon that that Treasure likes to know about, with a hint of being haunted. <laughs> Go on. And, <laughs> I'm thinking but the Eiffel get, Tower. We get to well, it felt like the Eiffel Tower because we get to the top and then suddenly it's a drop, right? A big whoom, drop down, and we yeah. drop down. Then we go up, and then we drop longer, faller, fall faster. And I'm looking at Jet, and because he's so little, he's out of his seat. He's flying mm. in the air. He hasn't got enough body weight yes. to hold him down. So he does have oh. his seatbelt buckled in, but there's air the whole way until he hits the bottom. Oh. <laughs> But uh, my girlfriend just said, "Oh, come on!" This we were like, "Oh, okay." Your and, uh, poor
3: son, he suddenly gets beaten up.
2: So he, he's <laughs> wakeboard doing wakeboarding,
3: uh, rugby. <laughs> look at the yeah. adventure!
2: Look at the adventure! Wakeboarding, right? rugby. Uh, yeah, every recording ride. session,
3: there's a new injury.
2: There's a new, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> new a event. For <laughs> <laughs> Sports for the love of sport, right? Oh, Back to those episodes. It's amazing. So, all right. So we have right. a family that, that goes on Dreamworld Thunder uh, River Rapids ride, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, Alan, you and I've had shared many conversations about mm. this. And, in fact, Therese, I think you and I were talking about it because we were preparing to teach some of the students yeah. here at ACU.
1: Human factors, which we, human we, we factors. we've embedded that in there. I, I don't put it in, in the uh, the law course, but it certainly fits in the design. We've um, talked about it in, in human service, factors yeah. and ergonomics, human-centred design, it's, some of the but, considerations. But before we talk about that, because that that one is really worth revisiting, okay. because, Alan, tell me a bit about the Northern Territory matter recently. I know we talked about that the other day.
3: Well, um First of all, let me say there's a lot of government inspectors that listen to this podcast and I just want to applaud them for the work they do, and and this case is a good example of that. The octopus ride again up in the Northern Territory. Not Downside Show
2: Alley, okay. Not Downside
3: Mm -hmm. Show Alley, but the inspectors went out and they, so this is Northern Territory inspectors, and they identified that the machine was not being properly maintained uh, they went out again sometime later and discovered that the machine was still not being properly maintained. That's no, very similar to the facts and I did. Yeah, yeah, and that resulted in prosecution and fine. Not a particularly large fine, but I think it's really important in that if inspectors identify that something is going wrong, they have to follow up and make sure that whatever it is that was wrong is being fixed. Do you remember in 2007 the oldest ride
1: in Queensland, which is? What is it? The merry-go-round. Oh, the, oh,
3: merry-go-round. the merry-go-round.
1: Do you remember there was yeah. a certain inspector um, and it made front page Courier Mail because it was on the exhibition holiday. There was a threat of closing it down because, now fair enough, because he observed that the moving items of plant were not... what well, guarded. Guarded.
2: Mm. And so sitting on the little horsey, the unicorn and yeah, whatnot, the, little, the, the yeah, zebra, but, but the, the seahorse but how hey, you've spun that it's oh, the little horsey and that's exactly how <laughs> the media so
1: took it to go how dare the, the giraffe, government do this but ultimately the you otter, know what it was yeah do you, do you the know what owl. it was the, o- the, the little unicorn <laughs> i like the unicorn
2: the deer and but, the otter <laughs> but,
1: but you know but you know what <laughs> after all of that all the fanfare it is an old high risk moving item of plant that has not been guarded
2: Guarded and maintained, Come on. okay. Yeah, these, I didn't be maintained,
1: but it just it wasn't guarded.
2: You can fall and, off those
1: but, things, right? But what struck me was everyone was hooking into this. Uh, when I say everyone, the, the media and, and the whole sort of cultural aspect was, how dare, no way,
3: it's see, an icon, you can't The emotional
2: attachment to this, right? The emotional yeah. attachment to something iconic.
3: But you know what the end isn't of the, day, interesting. the wasn't we, we accept risk yeah. if we have an emotional attachment to something. Absolutely. So I'm going to go on a once-in-a-lifetime
1: tour to see a volcano. As you did. There's that emotional, well, I didn't know I was going
3: to the volcano, but <laughs> <when people laughs> who were, um, I was like, on. okay, I'm in a well, helicopter now, I can't people, turn back. Yeah, you yeah, talked yeah, before yeah. about in New Zealand going up yeah. on the glaciers, and yeah. the best way to do that is in a helicopter. Yeah. But even that is dangerous. You don't know what's beneath the snow. Correct. Um, so, but the point was it was fun and exciting, just yeah. like going on a merry-go-round. I've been on
2: a bungee jump.
3: Bungee
1: jump. I told you about that story. Yeah, song, yeah, you did. We the Noong
2: Song Sam yeah. jump, right?
1: <laughs> and so, but the moment it becomes contextually, it's not work, It's fun somehow all of these duties the context, are not like
2: so the, the, context, the, the moment you socio- strip away the con- yeah technical systems around the yeah. context here yeah
3: cuz that's and, and that's the challenge for, it might for be all. fun for the consumer but for the business that's running the ride or Ooh. the tourist venture it's work
2: and there's still exactly. and what but, about the trauma is, of being involved in that work system when something goes awry and there is there is serious trauma
1: what, what, I, what I, I guess what i'm suggesting is i think that level of if you like the nexus or compatibility yeah, you know with these two constructs it's not being made or, or it's not being well no it's not being made well full stop because we keep talking about deaths multiple deaths and yet we, we, we devote so much time to um, making sure the construction industry is doing everything that's possible, the manufacturing sector. Well, yeah. well, we've been bringing up entertainment industry, yeah, right? We're talking but, about TV, and moment, sport,
2: and yeah, now rides. And,
1: and I do believe it is a sociological
2: factor. It's like, well, it's And brothels, it's entertainment again. Okay, we've been talking but about everything r- entertaining. But there's risk. So reality yes. TV, or with, but my point is, hey, it's still hey, working. Have you going? just
3: taken us from high risk rides to drugs? Yeah. I have.
2: So but you, you know, know what? what? I wanted I to have I one episode, <laughs> <laughs> just one episode. Yeah, my right mind goes, same, goes to, to sex. There we go again. Oh, oh, oh you I'm too. Just, I'm oh, just right. and sport. I brought in sport. Don't forget, sport. I said sport, and mafia, oh, just, and whatever. But but we're just talking about the context, and something seems like a thrill or entertainment, whatever context.
1: We forget
2: different applications, different rules seem to apply, right?
1: we forget. And, what you said, so to the person running that business or it's the tour guide or, or owning uh, that ride, it's work. Yes. But somehow there's this disconnect. And Absolutely. that's what I'm trying to tease out in this episode. And there shouldn't be a disconnect. Whether your well, you're, you're aggregate, whether you're ag- rock's being rubbled or whether the tomatoes are being uh, graded or whether it's a little mini-growing with a unicorn and a little otter, if there is no guarding around these moving items of plant, but it's a unicorn.
2: See, yeah, there it's, we a go, unicorn. it's a unicorn, and this is yeah. what I like to appreciate. So, tell us more about this case yeah. you were
1: describing.
3: The one up in the, in the Northern Territory. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that that ha- it happens a lot. It seems to happen a lot in the um, Northern Territory. Uh, not the Northern, <laughs> Northern Territory gets its, it's like share the of cases. Like
2: the Wild West of Mount Mike Montana is referred to in well, the U.S. Have right? you watched
1: Wolf Creek? Let's just say that. No, I won't. Oh, but anyway, okay. keep you going. Know, Northern we're Territory. We're talking about Americans not watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have to do with work. I want to say we're gonna. Say we, we're gonna we, yeah, I'm gonna. Backpackers, I'm, 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 I'm maybe. Okay. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna unpack maybe this one: the phenomenon of why Americans particularly get really spooked by Wolf Creek. They will not watch it. Anyway, no. We'll talk about okay. that
2: another <laughs> time. <laughs> Northern Territory. Back to Northern yeah. well, I
3: Territory. Well, I think it doesn't matter whether it's a, an entertainment ride or a track. Uh, it's got to be properly maintained yes. and unfortunately um, in the entertainment industry we're seeing a bit at least in the case law of um, rides not being maintained oh yeah, and yeah.
2: airplanes now is it just because it's it's a uh, they're saving money is it just purely financial that is low budget and then yeah. you know and the, the mm. profit margins aren't significant enough what yeah. is it well, we can't yeah. say they're
1: carnies therefore they don't understand because that the law—you're all equal before you the law. Always, you
2: always—you always tell me—and when it comes to the pointy end of the law, you still assess you equally. You knock on that door. Alan
1: yeah. doesn't like it when I say that, but you're equal before the law. And when tap tap bang 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 tap tap <laughs> tap. Section 32. No, no. It's, it's section for 32. anyone
2: listening right now, you've got to see how serious Treasure's face <laughs> is right now. No, he's, he's like. Sorry, I he's, <laughs> <got, laughs> he's got the hammer in hand. Oh my gosh, right. the mallet.
1: <laughs> right, we are going to talk about DreamWorld. <laughs> Who's going to start this? We're okay. going to start this. <laughs> 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 <Just play laughs> and Thunder the mind, the uh, river, paper, the right. Right. and the river is it?
3: That's right. Tell us about it. So, um, a rice, rice is well clean, known by people in Queensland, and it's... it seemed to be. Around the world, world. you know, it's
2: a ride we've we've been on. It may become, um, it might be named something differently, but it's essentially sitting in a big inner tube, down a little mini yes, roller coaster yes, from water, yes. right? And it's just floating fun. along on the
3: water. It wasn't it's a, a thrill seekers ride. Just so at the end you the, have
2: a little, yeah, a little down. Hump, so and yeah. a little you get splashed and everybody giggles, yeah. right? So it's just kind of the
3: So fun it's a family ride. Family so you're in the round you. your smallest children on it, you know, yeah. in the sense of
1: it's safe. That's, I've been that's on it. Have you been on it? it? I've been on it. In fact, what we'll do is we'll find out uh, how many listeners have actually been on it? Who
2: has not yeah, who been on something been like, like
1: this, like a little? It is, it is the entry in, level thrill seeking. It's, it's not the, the that, that terror
3: drop. You know it's that one. That it's, I, it's
2: not the Twilight Zone drop that I just not, described. Yeah, it's not, also it's got not a corkscrew roller coaster but, uh, that uh, I've been on. You know
3: no, it's. I don't know whether you know this, Sarah, but it wasn't um, developed as a concept by engineers and safety designers. It was the sort of thing that was cobbled together. In fact, the very cobbled first,
2: together. The that's very an interesting first point. design was on a
3: napkin. So,
2: um, but where, does, where else did design start, though? No, I'm not, I, wouldn't, I won't contest that that's wrong yet. So a napkin design was, is there,
3: con- the, concept design. There were some real design problems with it. Okay,
2: so you're saying it wasn't then iterated with strong engineering support? I, I, I have to, Dream World. You know, you, if, if, you, if you're if you developing any sort of theme park ride,
3: you really have to think it through on how can this go wrong.
2: Uh, absolutely. Now, now, can we and just,
3: for those listeners who may not know, what happened in the Dream World? Yeah. What well, happened, uh, as far as the physical design was concerned, the water levels dropped mm. and then that had an impact upon how um, the – plumbing, how the water was being pumped
2: through the ride. But what but and what, other, what what was what actually happened, though? Just so anybody had, oh, around that doesn't know oh, this ride. Was, so oh, they're horrible. going down an inner Absolutely tube, horrible. a family yeah. are in so an they, inner tube, a big
3: inner yeah. tube, if you so will. So there's a conveyor right at the end, which right. lifts them up over a little rise and then brings them down to where they an area where they can get out of the uh, the boats. With
2: water that splashes yeah, you and you can of giggle of and, laugh, and laugh, right? Yeah.
3: Okay. And unfortunately... Um, what happened in, in uh, the Dream World case is the uh, the boats got caught on the, the rafts, end of that. The
2: rafts Yep. The rafts, the rafts yep. Got
3: caught at the end of the conveyor, tipped up. They the jammed
2: and then tipped.
3: Yep. Uh, yes, jammed and tipped and um, uh, the passengers on the, the rafts went into the water and were... Um, um, Trying to think of a nice way to roof. say it, but uh, the the injuries suffered by those people that fell out of the ride it's it's the worst injuries I've ever seen. Oh. Um,
2: so it was fatal. Oh.
3: So, uh, so Alan,
1: so the, the the raft jackknifed. The other one went over the other one, uh, and essentially
3: people. Uh, yeah, Jack's down. at the beginning how, of how many, the conveyor. How many people died? Four people that mm. died. And part of the design, too, depended upon a human being. So there was a young woman at the end of the ride and there was an emergency stop button and she was... There were multiple emergency stop buttons and she was unable to activate that in time. To save the the riders, and ever.
2: that's what I was just saying. The trauma for that young person who was just hired on maybe a, maybe a weekend job, you know, mm. a, 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 you just think I'm just thinking about most of our children that so might have I'm, those yeah, teenage I'm a, I'm jobs. I'm a big believer
3: that when you when you get uh, a new employee uh, <gasps> on some sort of machinery which involves an emergency stop, get them to press the stop button. So that they know that the factory won't blow up or and the you've ride. Got to test won't it out. Be, um, Again,
2: I'm in, I'm into that immersive reality. Test it out. Test mm. scenarios. Is it accessible? Can you think in the moment of stress, can you make the right decision? Does the yes. system design support the human in making the right decision in stressful situations when it is safety critical?
3: Mm. even even bank tellers in banks, you know, press the oh. button, have the screens go up, see that the place doesn't blow up and there's not enormous damage done.
2: That's right. You even know, if it's a to... mistake, better to be safe, that kind
3: of thing, right? Well, you, you, sorry. you need to be able to press the button.
2: You see? need access to it.
3: This
1: is where it's complicated, getting back to this sociology of danger. The last thing I would presume on anybody's mind, including the PCBU, let alone the, the worker, let alone the patron, is that there's going to be a critical incident and that everyone will go into panic.
2: And if you Whereas, haven't practised it often enough, it's not habitual. Correct. So when you're in stress, it's very hard to do anything that's novel yeah. or unusual. You really need to do something that is automatic. Yes.
3: So, so, you know, the the you're seeing it unfold in front of you, wait a bit, wait a bit, wait a bit, and then you've waited too long. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to just yeah. press the button straight. away. That is,
2: executive I, order thinking just... No. erode so whereas you, you-
1: I imagine that the training for miners underground or above ground or any miner, full stop mm. they would be i would i'm not saying a, a disaster would be prevented but at least they would with the training and, and the relevant if you like methodologies applied to minimizing as much harm They'd be in a better position, perhaps, Well, you, to prevent- well you'd
2: hope. That, and But you just mentioned sociotechnical kinds of considerations and the social phenomenon. I, I've told yep. you about being in, in Ust, Kmetogosk and Ritter and underground mining, mm. and culturally, mm. the host... the the guy that was assigned to us as a host didn't want me carrying my self-rescuer and I just came from an induction saying do not leave your self-rescuer so I'm tagging along this big burly Kazakhstani guy saying no no that needs to be on my person I will carry for you Mm. and takes it off my person I'm like wait wait so I'm tagging along, almost like holding onto his ankle. But, <laughs> you know? Everywhere he goes, I'm like, I've got to be next to that self-rescuer.
1: Do you think that would happen in Australia, for example, with, with a high
3: no, level you of
2: No, no, you're, you're, yeah. you can't. We would have yeah. just gone through the inductions. I mean, but, but would I actually really know how to use my self-rescuer? Do I really, like, have yeah, I
3: practised Do I really <laughs>
2: know how to use it? And then find those bunkers and safe haven. It's, it's not an easy thing not to easy recall when I mean, you're new and novel and a visitor to a site and kind of wow. relying mm-hmm. on others to guide and prompt you
1: so that's work specifically focused on um, a person being paid to do dangerous work now let's extrapolate that to a good fun sunny
2: queensland good ride they were visiting i think yeah interstate one of the things chemical
3: engineers do which a lot of safety professionals don't do and i I love this concept fail safe Mm -hmm. so chemical engineers think about you know, if if what they're doing fails, mm-hmm. will it fail into a safe state?
2: Yeah, so event mode analysis, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. failure events analysis. But why, why aren't but... we uptaking fail-safe? I love it. But why isn't fail-safe something that's
3: universally Well, it required? doesn't appear in the legislation, which is a bit of a shame. It would be good if it did.
2: Because I it talks about it. risk yeah. and it talks about probability all the time. Mm-hmm. I say, hang on, that's not yet your perfect mix of human factors and resilience engineering. How is yeah. it going to fail? What are all the credible failure modes, which the mining guys at the Earth Moving Equipment Safety Roundtable do incredibly well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they look at what are we going to do to mitigate safety-critical issues, but also how are we going to prop things to go right? So mm-hmm. a fail-safe mode of operation mm-hmm. all the time. And then the design process takes into account many different users in the system. So, you know, the person who's in the ride, the person, the young girl who's there with a control box, uh, somebody who has to have an emergency response, we go back and do design philosophy, problem-based design statements from every single person who's in that system Mm -hmm. and think about an action plan because it is distributed situation awareness. It Mm -hmm. is a team effort and an equipment or digital and technology effort.
3: I think the problem with the Work Health and Safety Act and many other pieces of safety legislation, it's all designed about preventing the
2: incident from happening.
3: Safety first. It doesn't like safety to think. First. Yeah, it doesn't about, like to think about. Well, if the incident happens, how will we fail?
2: Yeah, it. That's right. It can happen, even if it's a black swan, as they say, completely, you know, unexpected. Although you, I know Trace will argue. Mm. Hang on, on this mm. volcano, you might expect that this yeah, could happen. I would. But, but you've got to have some some insight. Around yeah. this, and that's why, when in well, work design,
3: yeah, even with the volcano, it wouldn't it have been great if the the tourist operators had said, at some stage the volcano is going to explode, at yeah. which point and you could, day or night, we, yeah. even if we're
2: there at so, night time, right? So how do
3: we fail safe in those circumstances? That's right. Yeah. Assuming
2: that it could do this, what do we do? That's uh, right. No,
3: that is not good enough. No, that's <laughs> not enough.
1: it's good. I'll It's saying.
2: Um, Or don't go there.
1: uh, Over the past three years, there have been X amount of eruptions. They happened at night, but it doesn't mean they won't happen at day. The only strategy we have really is if we can make it to our vessel safely. No, but even that
2: wasn't adequate.
1: It wasn't. What I'm saying is, no, no, I didn't say run. But what's your plan B
2: and what's your plan C? I
1: said if we can make it if, capital F, capital I, if we can run to the vessel on time. So the likelihood, and they're not going to say this, if it does erupt, is that you might die? That's never going to happen in a tourist brochure, is it? <laughs> but
3: you know what? But the other problem in the too fine is print. It happens, I mean, so. you mentioned it earlier today. If if you're blinded during the operation, mm. you've got to feel your way to to some yeah. form of safety. How yeah.
2: are you and have to do you that? practiced that? right? And, okay. and
1: running, really, quite frankly, you're right. Even if you could run, it's not an option because I've been there. So mine's a lived experience. Mm. If you trip and fall, and there's lots of rocks, it's almost like it is. It's almost like a science fiction movie. There are things shooting up at you like the pockets and neon, of steam described them <laughs> oh, well, well, no, the, the neon Before was the lava it. yeah yeah but, yeah but eventually i've been told
2: steam oh heat yes i've throat. had a flashback
3: no i've been told that eventually the island this is back then the lake that but come on Trish, that, 20, 20 years ago you would have been young and fit you yeah, could run yes. fast
2: like yesterday oh probably not like as fit. yesterday
3: <laughs> <laughs> based on my life it's not probably not as fit but the thing is i was told that eventually
1: the island was going to uh, split and then will be submersed. The rest of it will be submersed underwater. That's what the acid was doing. It was eroding to the island to split. Now I knew that back then, right? But you see that commercial imperative commercialized
2: it. Mm-hmm. Now to, look, okay, so so let's monetize. Let's, let's talk about this commercial ride. Something that was supposed to be innocuous, almost just kind of a bit of yeah. family fun, right? So the, which one? dream Dreamworld dreamworld yep. okay. Thunder River's rapid ride okay so I'm gonna take something that comes out of the inquest and we have a uh, yep. profesh- uh, professor Penelope Sanderson yep. from the University of Queensland did some excellent human yes. factors analysis and I she did It
3: was it was very it was good
2: so work. good and I'm so glad they commissioned her uh, it, and it's worth every human factors and work design strategist practitioner having a look at and Alan I remember having this discussion with you years ago and you said to me pretty much in most cases, I'm going to advise that we get a human factors analyst mm. to look at things retrospectively. It'd be great if we can plan it in design preemptively, right? Mm. <laughs> Not just prevention through design, but understanding how the design process can be really effective for everybody involved.
3: So just just explain her work to Trage.
2: Yeah, so she does a human factors well, I do analysis it it's in the course. Oh, is it okay? all
1: the thousands, hundreds of pages. This to to she
2: identified
3: the number of decisions that had to be made yeah. over a period of time. All my and it learnings. was scary. It was scary, her all, findings. All learnings are embedded. And in the course, just like <laughs> to so t- <laughs> the best
1: t- course <laughs> in Australia, the best <laughs> in the world, <laughs> possibly the universe, but all <laughs> <laughs> lived thanks to Sarah. Uh,
2: and all right <laughs> don't forget Kirsten, who started a lot of the material too. Right. Kirsten Way did, did some great yes, work yes, in this. We, we work with lots of people in Kirsten Way. <laughs> Who's now at UQ, yes, so right. we've got some connections but, here. But we don't All mention
1: right. the competitors anyway. There we go. <laughs> All right. Now, Look.
2: Professor Penelope Sanderson did some excellent human factors analysis on what it would be like to have to regulate the ride, right? What what you have to do to operate this control panel. Uh, and she looked at other factors. I think they asked her about nine main questions about maintenance, et cetera. But just for that control panel operation, right, it says here, I've just pulled this up, it's a two-person operation, and there are 22 signals to process and tasks to perform if, you know, Ride Express guests and children are present. 17 signals if that's not the case, okay? 21 background or periodic checks, so the ride operation engineering status, and there are a total of 38 to 43 signals and checks that must be done. Now, now let's think about it in context of time, okay? Based on calculations and analysis and we're assuming even in this that it's almost sequential, not that multiple things are happening all at once, which is more likely, okay? But here's 17 to 22 signals to notice and tasks to perform must be done in and around 35 seconds during holiday periods mental processing and shifting attention, right? Let me just make this clear. Or off-season, non-holiday, 17 to 22 signals in 43 seconds. Now, how many things are habitual? How many things are novel? What are you having to pay attention to? How are you having to shift your attention? What happens if you get distracted and look at that little kid who was excited and racing somewhere else and you suddenly lose attention? I think if
3: if you're relying on habit or... um muscle memory then uh, you need to do drills
2: you need need a lot of drills so so I'm always saying this about first aid and CPR right you know you do you're supposed to be um, certified and have this qualification I just recently did mine first aid every three years CPR every year is that really going to teach me a muscle memory in the heat of the moment Trash, you drop dead right now, right in front of me. All right, you drop not dead. Let's hope let's hope not. Let you drop down and I have to perform CPR. I have to check your circulation, your breathing, something happens, okay? Am I going to know exactly what to do? And I'll tell you right now, it's a bit of a panic that happens, okay? So if I were to if I were in the workplace and I was trained on this in that context of work, and I had five to ten minutes of training every second or third day, mm. I'd probably be ready to act, yeah. okay? Yeah. Safety-critical stuff needs a lot of habitual training in small snip- snippets and in different ways of digesting information for the way that people learn, visual be... and auditory and practice and immersive and extended reality and test different scenarios.
1: It needs to be varied Cumulative, uh, also. Scenario based. Um, sequential as well, perhaps, maybe, or at least progressive um, that you'd build on each. Complexities, layers of yeah.
2: complexity, and that's right. So, you know, it almost seems a little silly some of the regulations we have why not have a human factors uh, professional go back and analyze some of these requirements
1: you know if this was just a one-off if we somehow turned the let's say the dream World disaster into this one-off that we have spent all of this time talking about recreational activities so it's not a one-off it's not a blip it is a There's serious a consideration. There's a pattern. There's a pattern. Absolutely, and and, it, and it's universal. I mean, we're talking about what we know. It's in Australia, and I, we haven't talked about the and holiday collisions or the or, you know or the plane.
2: We'll get to the, uh, yeah. the stuff that went under the ocean too yes. soon, but but essentially, the work design so much is about service design and user experience and. Too often, a business is focused on that external customer. And I keep trying to remind businesses with whom I work that your internal customer is vital to the s- success of performance. Their performance affects the customer experience. They are internal customers. They carry your business. They represent your business. Are we doing enough to design for their positive experiences?
3: What they're heartfelt. In the heat of the moment. In you know, the heat of the well, these moment. Are, these are passionate Telling things. me what it's, your heart felt.
1: You know, Daddy, I want to go on this ride. Mom. I, I want to go on the... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's not this... How so, are you I mean, designing you, for
2: this girl who was operating yeah, that control panel?
1: Getting back to the engineers and, and the, the fail-safe approach, do you think it's because we're more obsessed with the notion of so far as is reasonably practicable, whereas engineers really get wedded to the as low as reasonably practicable? You know, ALARP, V... You know, the,
2: sort of, but I'm also going to say this. most a, most design e- uh, structural designers aren't necessarily thinking of humans involved in that no, system. Oh, that's exactly right. The human right. interface yeah. really requires another level of of specialty. The human factors yeah. engineer. So do we need a
1: third way? Like we, we I mean we we teach our students ALARP, the SFIRP, the law embeds SFIRP.
2: Do so, we need so say that again? So spell it out.
1: Oh, so so, uh, so the ALARP, the as low as, as reasonable. reasonable as opposed to so far as is reasonably practical and in the legislation in the work health and safety act it's the latter however there are obviously discrete pieces of other comes up in australia
2: social social like you said the social phenomenon when something hits the headlines or when there's some political sway and something's really needs to influence voting strategy how much does that Hold no. versus the context of persuasion. Yeah. You know, mm.
1: do we need a third way? Do we need a fusion of the A labs and the you know and putting in the mix human safety three safety? I'm
2: just calling it work design. Good it's work design, work man. Design Service the do we need, design, look, user this, experience. Let's this go. is the
1: time we now need to put all of these ingredients in. I'm design certain. A. Yeah.
2: Yes. I'm certain. Three, (laughs) two, safety now. Safety (laughs) for. I I think it's far more than safety. I think it's an integration of business strategy, organizational strategy. I'm certain that organizations need work design strategists on that executive C suite, and they curate the idea of good design and cultivate design partnerships. So there's got to be someone with the relationship, you know, the hub of all of the relationships, whether it's engineering designers, whether it's your uh, instructional designers, whether it's your web designer, your uh, architectural interior designers, go through the list of all the different user experience and service designers, a role to curate this and to, uh, to cultivate those partnerships and curate the whole idea of good design so that and I think human factors and ergonomics professionals are perfect to do this because they will continually consider the humans in those work systems.
1: Sarah, safety—the word—it triggers something
2: in me or in yes, anyone
1: in you. In me, uh,
2: it dials <laughs> is it the a rebel ser- in me—it dials know. a certain
1: cipher. It causes a certain twitch. And
2: I think safety is very important. I think safety, critical considerations are important. But what I've seen in organisations is it—it it sometimes generates a response of yawn right so you, you don't know?
1: dislike it but you don't love mm, it either
2: no no I, I love safety critical investigations yep. to me it's exciting if you link that to really good design yeah. it must must be partnered with very good design if it's rules for rules sake I'm a natural rebel Alan, is that a fair
1: assessment of my accusation that, that Sarah's? My sort of,
2: response: What uh, hits me? Is I isn't... think it was a baited question, really.
1: <laughs> well, you do that all the time to me, so I thought. I'd... But seriously, there is, we keep looking at things in silos, like in it's, linear it's about, sequences, and if we're not—that's not,
2: right—a yeah. more integrated approach, a yeah, whole of business strategy. That's what I'm
1: talking about, and
2: understanding. I think I think we can learn a lot from safety professionals, you know, and, and the access to not, more than just the law and regulation but really understanding safety-critical events. Mm -hmm. But it has to be then treated with really good design.
3: What do you reckon, Alan? It's all very interesting, but there's always going to be cases where people just do remarkable things, like the submarine case. Mm. Let's
1: get started, let's get started let's get started, let's get started let's get started, let's get started, started. who's going to start this? We're going to start. I
0: enjoyed that episode of Why Work? You've been listening to Traj, Sarah and Alan, and if you'd like to know more about some of the things we've talked about today, please subscribe and we'd be more than happy to provide you with information and other things that may interest you. Please be aware that none of the matters we've talked about today should be construed as legal advice or any other type of advice which is here to talk about all things related to work see
1: you next time